Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week, presented by Sunny Health and Fitness. And this episode is brought to you by the Sunny Health and Fitness 3-in-1 Doorway Exerciser. I'm your host, resident fitness expert, Matt. And I'm Chris, your everyday nine-to-fiver. And today, I am really looking forward to lunch. I'm going to go get tacos. Me too. Tacos. Are you coming for tacos? Uh, sure. That sounds good. Well, no, actually, I brought lunch. Ah, uh, well, I don't have is it to filled with it. protein? It does have a lot of protein, which I'm looking forward to. I should put some protein in my tacos. They Oh, they have meatless tacos now. <sighs> I have protein pasta. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah. It's not really pasta because it's made out of lentils, but it looks like pasta. I know. I've had it before. It's really filling. It's so much better than regular pasta. It's really good, too. But, uh, you know, that kind of brings us up on the topic for today, which is protein. Yeah. Yay. I like protein. Um, Some days, if it's steak. Steak's a good choice, too. (laughs) I really don't have any uh, issue with different sources of protein. so I'm not vegetarian, so... I'm not restricted in that sense, but at the same time, you know, the, like I was saying, the, pro, the like you were saying, the protein pasta is actually really good. Uh, not, I think it's just called, what is it called? Veggie pasta? Plant-based. I don't know. It's, I don't remember what it's called. Alternative source for non-meat eaters. We should tell our customer service lady. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, it's really good and it's really high in protein because it's made from lentils. So, but yeah, I, got, I guess kind of the main point in the discussion about protein today is, well, you know, how much do we need? Do we need it at all? Is it really that important? I mean, we all... Are you going to starve if you're not a carnivore? <laughs> yeah, like, can I just eat <laughs> leaves all day and, and survive? Like, so what's the deal with, with protein and, you know, how, how should we look at it? You know, should we be concerned about the intake? Um, does it matter how much we eat? Should I eat every day? Like, what's what should I do? So I guess a little background on protein. We can actually look at the actual meaning of the word. It's a Greek word. Any idea what the word protein means in Greek or what its definition? You mean without cheating and looking at the notes? Yeah, without cheating. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, protein... You know, like with everything Latin or Greek based, I feel like it's a breakdown of a bunch of words. Yeah. Is it a breakdown? Is it like a smoosh? Sort of. Okay. What's it a smoosh of? I don't really know. I don't. I didn't write that part down. I just wrote <laughs> down. I just wrote down what the word means in Greek. <laughs> but depending on what it means in Greek, will tell you how important it is because the word protein literally means prime importance. So the word itself means that you should definitely focus on eating protein because when they were naming the actual term, they thought, okay, this this substance is critical uh, to making sure that you're, you know, living as healthy and performing as well as possible. So So it's one of those do or die things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I haven't really tried to see if I could not eat protein for a really long time and see what happens. I don't think I want to. And I pro- I don't want to either because as you'll as you'll hear in a, in a minute or two, there's there's a lot of components that protein are involved with within the human body. So let's just dive right into it. We'll get into the details of um, why do we need protein? Let's do it. Um, so we've talked about macronutrients before. There's three of them. So we got protein being one of them. 
uh, carbohydrates and then fats as well. So protein is one of those three uh, critical macronutrients that your body needs to eat to function properly. And kind of the main point about protein that people uh, miss a lot of the times is it's not the fact that you need, you know, 50 grams of protein, 70, 70 grams of protein, 100 grams of protein per day. Um, you know, is it chicken? Is it meat? Is it fish? What we're really looking at is what makes up those protein molecules. So protein uh, molecules or protein when you eat it, uh, those are built of amino acids. And those, uh, there's 20 essential, I mean, there's 20 amino acids, 11 of them are, are non-essential, nine are essential. So what that basically means is um, your body has the ability to create these amino acids and we'll go over what some of those roles are in them, but your body cannot create all of them. So the reason you need to eat meat is because your body needs these uh, essential amino acids and you can only get them if you eat them. So, okay, so it's not just meat though, right? People can develop these uh, essentials without it as well? Yeah, so the non-essential ones are the, bo the, the ones that your body can create. Okay. So it can make, literally make these essential acids. Well, the only reason I'm thinking of is I'm just, I'm considering our, our vegan and vegetarian friends downstairs. Yeah, so we, so, yeah, so we can <laughs> I go, worry. Yeah, we can go into that a little bit, but the, the amino acids are really the key components of protein okay. that people need to be focused on. So it's not really, oh, how much protein did I eat? Like you really okay. have to dig down and say, okay, am I getting enough amino acids? And that's where it's your food choice comes into play um, because depending on what kind of protein you're eating, you may or may not be getting all the essential amino acids. So um, there's lots of different kinds of proteins. They play a huge role in the buildup and breakdown of a lot of different components within your body. Anything from enzymes to hormones to antibodies, they are involved in transporting stuff within your body. They're involved in the structure of your bones, your skin, your hair. Uh, they have a huge role in uh, the formation of insulin. Uh, they have uh, a role to play in hormone regulation. They have a huge uh, component when it comes to your immune system by developing antibodies. And then usually when people have a def deficiency, uh, it's, a, it's basically a protein malnutrition. So, you know, maybe that won't be felt as much in older populations, but if a child doesn't eat enough protein, uh, that can drastically reduce their growth potential. So um, if a child isn't eating an adequate amount of protein, they can actually not grow properly. Wow. So it's that big of a deal uh, when we're looking at protein consumption. And it's really those amino acids which play an important role in all of that. I always um, wondered why I was short. <laughs> well, I don't, know if we, <laughs> I don't know if we can blame that on protein intake <laughs> completely. Sorry. I couldn't But it is, it is it is possible. So, yeah, protein plays a huge role. And, again, it's, it's because of the role that it, those amino acids play uh, within your body. So if you don't consume enough protein, uh, your body will actually start to sacrifice its own protein, so your muscle tissue, and uh, it will actually create or pull uh, the amino acids that it needs from your body. So if you don't get it, bad things will happen. Um, and if you have protein deficiency, your body can sometimes start to create it by breaking down uh, your own muscle tissue as well. So that's the kind of stuff that happens during pregnancy as well. Yeah, because if you don't get the certain nutrients, the baby comes after you. <laughs> well, not you, you're a dude. <laughs> so, um, yeah, protein is, is critical. And it, it, we should say the other part of this, um, when you do eat, that doesn't mean that you should, you know, consume as much protein as you want, right? There's a limit. Just like if you eat too many calories, your body's going to store it. Just like if you eat 
um, too much protein, your body's going to store it as well. So it's not a let me just eat as much protein as I want because my body's going to use it and I want to make sure I'm not deficient. Well, if you eat too much, it's still going to be stored on your body um, as fat. So um, keeping those two things in mind. Yes, it is very important, but we don't have you know the ability to just eat an excess amount of it. Um, your body only uses what it needs. So how much do you need to um, effectively get enough in your diet? Well, that depends on a few different factors. Number one is uh, how much you weigh. So um, there's a recommended dietary allowance for protein uh, depending on how much your body weighs. So we'll go ahead and provide you with a link if you want to perform that calculation yourself. You can easily find out how much protein you should be getting at minimum every day. Um, but the recommended amount is uh, 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight, for example. if I weigh 200 pounds, and that means that I need about 73 grams of protein per day minimum, and that only changes depending on what my lifestyle is like. So at, at minimum, based off of my structure, my body requires around 73 grams to function properly to make sure that it's getting enough of those amino acids to continue to rebuild and break down all the necessary cells and molecules that it needs to function properly. So. Um, again, it varies, depends on your weight, uh, but also depends on your, your lifestyle as well. So there are exceptions, like you mentioned, pregnancy, um, infants, children uh, need about 1.5 kilograms per kilogram, I'm sorry, 1.5 grams per kilogram of body weight. Um, babies are small, they don't need a lot, but babies still, are really small. if you break it down to that, that recommendation, 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight, um, it's almost double the amount of protein that an adult would need. Um, but it still doesn't add up to be that much because they're, you know, obviously don't weigh a lot, but they Very still need unique. it, figuratively speaking. Well, I mean, considering how fast they grow. Yeah. So the other exceptions to eating a little bit more is um, somebody who's exercising. We'll go over that in a, in a second. And then what you mentioned, Christina, pregnancy, because um, you are feeding another. Uh, life form inside of you, so that requires energy. But uh, and that's a nicer way of saying it. I have said, <laughs> I have called my poor children, my parasites, my little aliens, you know, all the great terms. So, so <laughs> yeah, so they need to develop inside of you, they need protein, right? But then you also need protein as well, because um, you're, you're, it's growing inside <laughs> of you. So that, that process, so if you are pregnant, um, it's always encouraged, check your protein intake, make sure that you're getting enough, and then also uh, increase it as well, because that's very critical um, for both you and the child. If somebody has been sick, if somebody has been burned, if they've gone through surgery, there's a lot of tissue that's being broken down uh, when that happens. So if there's a lot of uh, repair going on within your physiology, within your body, um, it's critical that you make sure that you are increasing your protein intake to make sure that your body can continue to build and repair uh, if you've gone, if those kinds of things have happened to you. So surgery, infections, um, if you're sick. I don't think anybody's ever mentioned eat protein if you get burned. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a tissue rebuilding, right? So your, your tissue's built um, utilizing amino acids and collagen fibers. So uh, making sure that you're getting enough protein is basically a building block for those tissues. So um, not saying that your body can't heal if you don't eat protein. It just means 
you're better off if you're consuming more protein mm, that's than, interesting. than not. So just because those amino acids do play a role in the immune system, in those hormones, in those enzymes that are responsible for a lot of different actions. So um, your body can't effectively build those molecules within your body unless they have those amino acids, which come from protein. Okay. Um, so how do you know if you're low? Well, you gotta, you gotta add it up, see how much you're eating. <laughs> and that's basically just a simple way of adding up how many grams of protein um, are in the foods you eat. So a lot of nutrition labels have that information readily available. Um, it's pretty easy to do a quick little search and find out how much, how many grams of protein are in that chicken breast you just ate. Um, a lot of packaging will have that information on it um, already. Um, what are the best sources? Any guess on what the best sources of protein are? I would assume it's any sort of meat product. Well, what kind of meat product? Uh, uh, poultry, uh, beef, pork, things like that. You know, all the things that sound amazing right now. <laughs> like steak mm, and burgers barbecue. and barbecue. and. Good thing we're doing this right before lunch. Oh, why do you have to do this to me? <laughs> so... So the, the two, two takeaways you should definitely get are the importance of amino acids, uh, which is basically you get amino acids from protein sources. Uh, and the next thing that you should take away from this is that there are different kinds of proteins as it relates to uh, the quality or the amount of amino acids that they have. So the two words you need to focus on is whether or not the protein sources that you're eating are complete or they're incomplete. So basically, if it's complete, that means that it has a full profile of the essential amino acids that you should be getting outside of what your body can create. Um, if it's an incomplete protein source, that means it doesn't have all the essential amino acids. So if you're somebody who is just eating protein from those incomplete sources, that means your body would be lacking on certain essential amino acids. So. If you're going to eat protein, it's better that you choose a complete source, like you mentioned, red meat, uh, poultry, fish, eggs, uh, milk products. Uh, generally, other animal products will comp contain uh, a complete source of protein. Vegans don't like you. <laughs> well, <laughs> so there is, there is a way that you can get around that, but that depends on where your protein's coming from. So can you get a complete source of protein without eating animal products? What do you think? Oh, yeah. I think you can get some more. You can get some protein out of that. Uh, I, I've I've uh, eaten soy products before, yeah. you know, like so, chick un. Mm -hmm. I love that stuff. Yeah. It, so it so soy, the soy products weird. are the one exception to where you can eat a soy product and it's going to have a full essential profile of those amino acids. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing that you can eat. Again, you still have to make sure you're getting enough of it. Um, but that is one, one source that you can eat that has a complete profile or can be labeled as a complete protein. Um, the other way that you can do it is by combining different plant sources. And the, the basic and most popular one is uh, rice and beans. Ooh, my family had it right. Boom. Yep. <laughs> California life, so hey. So if you're, if, you're, uh, if you're always eating rice and beans, you can, you can be happy and know that you're getting all of your essential amino acids because if you eat both of those, you're getting enough amino acids for you to um, label that as a complete source. So nice. rice and beans. Love okay, it. so protein I'm is not sure the reason, people I'm been, short. I'm pretty sure people have been raised off of rice and beans. And oh, yeah. Everyone around my family. I love rice and beans. In neighborhood and city. 
you know, <laughs> it's a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you find okay. it across a lot of different cultures, too. Huh? Oh, yeah, I mean, totally. totally. Different totally. ways to make rice, different ways to make beans. So um, that's not by accident. Com- that's a complete <laughs> protein source, and it's great. I love it. That's awesome. Um, so let's real quick, let's just kind of go over um, our our two points that we've discussed already. So again, talking about making sure that we're um, eating enough protein when it comes to grams. Um, so again, if you wanted to get the general recommendation, take your body weight in pounds and multiply that by 0.8, and that'll give you how many grams you should shoot for each day. The only thing that's going to determine whether or not you should eat more or less is if, number one, if you're exercising a lot, if you're pregnant, um, if you have some kind of illness or you're recovering from some kind of procedure uh, where your body needs to physically repair itself. If you are exercising quite a bit, it's always good to increase your protein a little bit more. That doesn't mean you can need to double it or anything like that. It just means you should be making sure that you're getting the minimum uh, and then increasing a little bit up to about 2.0 zero grams per kilogram of body weight. So if you're doing a lot of weightlifting, uh, you definitely want to increase your protein to, I would say, above one gram per kilogram of body weight. So if I was exercising and I weighed 200 pounds, I would definitely want to be making sure that I was eating at least 100 plus grams of protein per day at minimum, probably more like maybe closer to 200. And what about the folks that are not getting enough? Do they have any alternatives? Other than, you know, breaking their plan, their dietary or their preference of food choice, you know, again, going back downstairs to the two people we care about the most. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good plant-based protein supplements. So just like we mentioned on our previous podcast, if you're somebody that just doesn't eat a lot of protein, um, and there's plenty of people that just that they just oh don't I'm eat a, a pasta lot of person yeah, I'm a just, pasta person they just don't until eat I see a, a steak. lot of protein so um, if you recognize that you might be low on your protein intake throughout the day and you want to make sure that you're getting those essential amino acids so that your body can fun- function properly but you're just not somebody who eats a lot of protein sources um, there's a lot of really good um, protein supplements out there that are both you know dairy but also vegan and also plant based. So if you have a a different diet, you can go vegetarian, you can go vegan. There's plenty of plant sources for that as well. Um, Let's see. The other thing that you want to make sure that you are doing is if you have kids, making sure that they're getting enough protein because you don't want to stunt their growth at all. Um, So just, again, you don't have to get real specific with the amount of protein that they're eating. Just make sure that they're eating it. (laughs) Yeah. Because odds are they're going to get enough if they just are consuming sources throughout the day. Um, unless there's some other peanut, issue going peanut on. Peanut butter and jelly. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. I think it's. Uh, I think we should be getting closer to the wrap up. So, do we have any take home points? Let's see. Well, I mentioned already the 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. So make sure that that's kind of your basic number. Um, increase if you need it. All right. So. And then making sure that you're getting essentially amino acids and then making sure that if you are somebody that's exercising, make sure that you're increasing your intake. And, and that's it, really. Yeah. Right? Pretty pretty straightforward. All right. So, so can't, yeah. can't discount the prime importance of protein. <laughs> Just bringing it back to our prime initial importance. definition of how important protein is. Well, I guess if we're going to talk about protein and... Uh, low carb we might as well wrap it up (laughs) (laughs) i pulled an eric joke (laughs) that's pretty funny (laughs) all right this episode is sponsored by the sunny health and fitness number 53 
three-in-one doorway exerciser. Easily turn your door frame into the perfect mini home gym when you train muscles in your back, chest, arms, shoulders, and core. We want to thank you for joining us here at 9to5Fitness, and we hope you enjoy the show and learn something useful to help you on your journey to a healthy lifestyle. If you want to learn more about this topic and other useful fitness tips, check out our show notes or visit us at sunnyhealthfitness.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter under Sunny Health and Fitness or Sunny Health Fitness. And if you get a chance to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, we could really use the support, you guys. Um, come back next time when we discuss each tool. Yeah, that's water. Oh. More specifically, I guess, hydration. Is it dihydrogen monoxide? <laughs> the stuff that's going to corrosively kill us all? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs>